This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey guys, it's Laura. And Angela. We are about to start this week's podcast, but first we want to thank our sponsor, Adam and Eve. Go to adamandeve.com and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. And the items that we're talking about are all of that sexy stuff that you want for a night by yourself or a night with your sig other or sig others oh fun you know i recently went to a friend's apartment and they had um they had accidentally left like a vibrator out it wasn't like out in the open it was in a box but it wound up being a really great conversation piece so i say don't buy coffee table books buy vibrators and put them on your coffee table exactly it sparks conversation love it so if you want to pick up a vibrator when you uh select your one item at 50 percent off you'll also receive three free adult dvds plus a free mystery gift and to top it all off they will even throw in free shipping on your entire order that's adamandeve.com come and use our code single at checkout that's s-i-n-g-l-e at adamandeve.com use our code single at adamandeve.com now let's start the show. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. Ba, 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 ba. This is why you're single. Ba, 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 ba. Welcome to the This Is Why You're Single podcast. I'm Laura Lane. And I'm Angela Spera. We are the co-writers of the book, This Is Why You're Single. Every week we highlight a different dating topic. This week's episode is Make a Big Change. Anybody ever ask how I feel? No, never. Thank you, Angela and Cheryl Crow. Yeah, for our younger listeners, that was Cheryl Crow. <laughs> also on the lineup, we're talking about what's new in dating news, the weird Tinder trend that has been happening in the Olympic Village, and a new dating requirement consuming all of your partner's hashtag content. Then we're diving into the mailbox to answer your listener questions, including one listener who wants to know whether or not to tell a gym crush with a girlfriend that she's into him, and another who wants to know if blocking her ex who broke her heart is too harsh. But first, Angela, just you and I this week. So what is going on in your week? Well, you know, guys, I don't know if you know this, but there are some perks to hosting a dating podcast. There are. A few. One of them was that Laura and I recently were gifted a ginormous box of a variety of condoms from My One Perfect Fit condoms. We had talked about them previously on right. another episode. They're the ones that they do like the bespoke condom that's like tailor fit to your guys' penis. Yeah, I was so I was interested after we did like a news story on this. I'm like, all right, they're they're custom, like tailored fit to the peen. How exactly does that work? So I was interested and emailed them offering up Angela's services <laughs> because I'm such I, a good friend. I felt like a guinea pig. So I, I because I was interested, I said. I'm interested, so let's make Angela try them. <laughs> right, because here's the the thing. Laura uh, has an IUD. Um, or I, ha I or had, had an, an, yeah, an IUD. Yeah, I had an IUD. Um, I personally, I do use condoms right now. And it's interesting. I find that women, you know, because there's a variety of different kinds of birth controls that you can use. But when women find that they use the same birth, birth control, there's like a bonding thing that happens. Like when I find other girls that like also use condoms, it's like a sorority. It's like, oh, you do that thing too. That weird thing that not a lot of people do <laughs> that are in long-term relationships. Yeah, the only people that do that are like high school and college students who 
for whatever reason, stop taking birth control. Well, for a variety of reasons. But you should always use condoms if you're like. Yeah, I mean, use some form of birth control. And we're, for the record, we're not advocating one being better than the other, whatever. Well, it's a personal choice. I do I do have to advocate that, like, even if you're on birth control, like, if you're if you're just having, like, casual sex with multiple partners, it's probably, oh, yeah. it's probably smart to use a condom because of STDs. If you're with, 100%. like, one partner, then, yeah, do whatever the F you want. Right, exactly. If well you're put. one partner that has told you, you got you got to ask. Like, like I even asked Nick after da- you know when I started dating, I was like, "Hey, is it like you clean?" You know, and he was like, what the <laughs> "Yeah, uh, I yeah." Hope he said it like that. <laughs> I was just taught early on you got to ask every person you date that is just gesture towards their genitals. <laughs> yeah. like, you, you clean? You been to the you doctor right? recently? Um. So anyway, yeah, I was I was our guinea pig for this, and it went well. Yeah, how did it go? So tell us, like, are they really bespoke fit? Do you have to so like, do you have the, to like measure the peen like you do with bra <laughs> sizes for women? So they actually they sent me um, a variety pack of like the other kind of condoms that they have. Uh, they have like, um, like super sensitive, and they have flavored. They have studded, which was interesting. The, they sent me the thing that if you want to send away for the bespoke condom here, I'm going to show you, Laura. Uh, it's a little piece of paper. Oh, you really do <laughs> measure. measure your boyfriend's penis with. Uh, it's e- just like measuring for a bra. Yeah. Ian would not let me measure his penis. Why? I chased after him <laughs> with this piece of loose leaf with a, <laughs> with a ruler on it shaped like a penis. <laughs> and go figure. He wouldn't let me do it. Maybe it had something to do with the fact that I'd be talking about it on this very show. Oh, Ian. Why don't you want your penis measured and talked about on a podcast that is aired worldwide? Uh, I don't know. I don't understand. But um. <laughs> so you chased around while he was naked with a ruler and that didn't go well. Yeah. No, it didn't. But we did get to use uh, the other condoms that they so graciously sent us. I have to say they are tightly sealed that like <laughs> you can trust that they are not being tampered with because we had to get up and use scissors <laughs> to open them all that i mean that you, you got to make sure you don't cut the condom yes that is true we were very careful um but uh yeah we were both like trying to tear at it with our teeth not working scissors perfect um i did not try the flavored one i'm not brave enough but i did think because they make that they have like a mint one which is interesting. But then they, their other, like their regular condoms have like these fun little pictures on them, which is cute. But then one of them has like a chili pepper on it. And I was like, oh my God, is that like spicy flavored? But it was just like trying to be like, oh, like spicy, like sexy. Oh, a little misleading. I was like, I wonder if a man designed that because either way, like the idea of like something spicy going in my vagina is just not appealing. (laughs) Yeah, no. So wait, I'm I'm curious about the studded. The studded was great. Oh. I have to say they're all like, they are better. They feel better than like your average condom. And a good condom makes a big difference because it almost feels like there's nothing there. And like the super sensitive one and then the studded one. Yeah, it's studded. It's cool. You can feel it inside. You like is Yeah, you know, like, it's a little bumpy. Our v- vaginas, <laughs> they're sensitive enough to be able to feel the studs. Yeah, or your particular vaginas. <laughs> I don't. I mean, I cannot speak for all vaginas, but my vagina was sensitive enough. So yeah, so cool. Uh, I'm sad you didn't get to try the bespoke ones. I know. Ian. Well, maybe let's let some time pass. Let's let Ian forget that I have this podcast, and yeah, then yeah. we'll pounce. 
Yeah, I guess you could do it when he's sleeping, but that would be kind of like non-consensual. So maybe I don't exactly. Endorse, endorse that's that. that's very like Charlotte in Sex in the City when she had to met. Uh, she or no, she had to see if her her husband was impotent. <laughs> she put the thing around his penis do you remember that no wait how do you check if someone's she impotent? put like a piece of paper a, like a circle circular piece of paper around his like flaccid penis to see if he was getting hard during the middle of the night and then if he did he like broke the piece of paper did it break yeah so he's not impotent yeah you don't remember this and she was like oh this is great he's not he he has no problem getting up but wait what if that means that it's me Dun, dun, dun. Oh, I don't remember that. Yeah. Um, so anyway, the, I appreciate you being the guinea pig. Uh, I appreciate my one perfect fit condoms for sending me a gigantic box of condoms. I keep them right by my door so that when people walk in, they know that we're a fun couple. <laughs> um, now that you had so much fun being a guinea pig for this project, can I can I use you again for other things I want to try out, but I don't want to try myself? Uh, it depends on what those things are. All right. But it seems like you're pretty. You're I'm pretty, open. You're a pretty down chick. Yeah, I mean, if if it's something that is enjoyable for me and won't disclose personal information about Ian, I think it'll go really well. Okay, all right, fair enough. Well, yeah. thank you so much. Thank you. Um, what what have you been up to? Well, I have been reading our emails that we get from all of our listeners, and there was one email I wanted to read because it kind of reminded me of my own past sexual exploits Ooh. early on with Nick and and I also just really love this email because uh Angela and I have a label in our emails we like try to keep organized and one of our labels is they love us they really love us and that just goes to emails where they're not listener questions they're just an email praising praising us right and we really appreciate those emails we don't always read them on the podcast because because we feel braggy yeah, yeah we don't want to brag but every now and then we got to brag yeah and i also this one was a fun one so she writes ladies just listen to your valentine's day podcast and wanted to share what my boyfriend and i did that evening because it was so much fun and very sexy also just want to say that i'm adoring you two even more today because i recently tried listening to another podcast about relationships and oh my god it was horrible normally okay a little pause here yeah normally i wouldn't like read an email where someone talks shit on another podcast because we're not at competition. Right. But you'll see why. Uh, it's three girls and they literally talked about how it's trashy to sleep with guys on the first date. They also laughed about girls having, quote, wizard sleeves and beef curtains and said they don't believe any woman that says she doesn't want to be in a relationship. I emailed them too because I was so enraged. Anyway... For Valentine's Day, my boyfriend and I melted white chocolate and got different colored food coloring and made the chocolate all different colors. And then we painted each other and licked it off. Oh, my God. It was so sexy and fun and super cool because he's very artistic. Not going to lie. I got kind of sick of the chocolate and we had to be careful after pretty much burning each other a few times. But besides that, it was awesome. Love you guys. Rachel. Such a fun email, right? So much in there to love. I had to email Angela and ask her what the heck are wizard sleeves uh yeah it's a I believe it's a lewd term for a saggy vagina yeah I didn't know <laughs> and beef curtains I think is like for like also like a floppity vagina you know guys especially women don't talk shit about other women's vaginas we are all snowflakes god damn it we're all different and unique and they're all beautiful that's true we did an entire episode on this it with Dr. Nikki and the episode was called Vagina Confidence because vaginas come in all different shapes and sizes and 
labias <laughs> of different lengths, and they're all goddamn beautiful. That is right. So don't talk shit. Uh, now on to her sexy Valentine's Day. Super into this. I know. And I like that she like, you know, admitted that it wasn't perfect. She burned herself a little bit. Like it's not always going to go smoothly. Um, Yeah, I love that. I think that it would probably give me a tummy ache if I tried to lick (laughs) off too much chocolate. Yeah. But this reminded me of like early on in my relationship with Nick. I was like, you know, really into like keeping things like, I don't know. I'm I'm very like a like a fun like. I don't know. I, I I wanted to like be like really sexy. So I went to Victoria's Secret and for whatever reason at this time they were selling like Victoria's Secret like body whipped cream and body chocolate with like that came with a paintbrush. Oh. So like I don't know how I was this confident early on because I feel like I was like more confident then with like introducing like ideas in the bedroom. But I like brought this chocolate and pulled out a paintbrush and like like we painted each other. But like it's kind of like after like a couple minutes you're like all right, so like, like, mm, like, <laughs> you uh, just have sex. <laughs> yeah, like, pretty much. And you, and you know, you worry about like, you instantly get it all over your sheets. So right. you That's probably a- want to do this kind of thing like before a laundry day. Right. Or just like on a tarp, <laughs> get like a plastic uh, tablecloth, put it on your floor. Yeah. But this, so this like reminded me of that. And it's been like years since I've tried to do the chocolate thing. So this kind of inspired me, like maybe it's time to bring back the chocolate painting. I like that. And what did she say? She said she used different colors. That's that's that, fun. That I adds don't really, a new element. I don't really care about the different colors. I mean, like, I'm glad she did it because that sounds really fun and she put, like, a lot of thought into it. But, like, you know, your lights are dim. Like, all the colors look like various shades of gray. <laughs> 50 shades of gray. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, she also said her, her guy is very artistic, which Nick is a painter. So, like... Right. But, you know, it's not like he's, like, sitting there, like, painting, like... A Mona Lisa on um, your back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's not paying that he much. does, please Instagram it. Yeah, that would be great. Um, I have to say, something that I hate about myself is that I know I am not chill enough for this. So I am so happy for you and for our listener, Rachel, who did this. I would the entire time be thinking about like, oh my God, I have to shower. I have to clean everything. And I can't relax. Okay. This is good to keep in mind for future guinea pig projects. Exactly. On that note, it is time to jump into what's in the news. Angela, what have you been reading about? Okay. So the Olympics just ended last week. And if we all know anything about the Olympics, it's that a lot of sex happens there. So I was reading on Mashable. In a piece by Rachel Thompson, she said, Tinder users are changing their locations to match with athletes in the Winter Olympics. So apparently, um, people have been going on their Tinder. Tinder has uh, an option called passporting. If you have the Tinder Plus or Tinder Gold account, you can change your location to be anywhere in the world. I didn't know you had to have the like the higher like the higher package to change your location. Cause I have friends that like Tinder all around the world, but maybe they're invested. Maybe, maybe they're paying a little more. I don't know if it was always like that. I feel like maybe they realized that that was a, big, a way to like yeah. make more money. So yeah, people are changing their location to South Korea. Uh, apparently according to Tinder data, there's been 1,850% increase in swipes of passporting in the Olympic village where the athletes are staying. Um, do you want to guess who uh, they, they ranked the, the top countries that have been passporting to the Olympic Village? 
you want to guess who uh, is in the top three? Yeah, I'm going to guess United States. Those ding, ding. sexy Aussies. No. No, the Aussies, they were in the top 10, though. They were number eight. Surprise. You were right about USA, by the way. Number one. Yeah. We are all horned up. Um, The UK. UK was number three. Uh, oh, my God. Okay, who's number two? Um, Who has the sexiest athletes? I don't know. The sexiest athletes? I mean, I think Australia probably. Um, can I get another hint? Um, they are people who are very into huga. Oh, uh, the Danish. Sweden. Sweden. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. Sweden was number two. So, um, yeah, all these people are changing their location. I'm sure it's really disappointing if you're an Olympic athlete to be like, oh, I'm going to like hook up with this person. My, my competition's done. You know, their adrenaline is high. And then the person is like a million miles away. Yeah. I think we've done, we've done like other articles, like I guess like probably two years ago, um, whenever the last Olympics was about how much hooking up happens. In yeah, the Olympic Village. It's crazy. I was just talking to my friends the other day about this, that I feel like even from a young age, the first thing that I knew about the Olympics, other than that it was a sports competition, was that there's a lot of sex in the Olympic Village. It's just like always been a fact. And even though Americans are uptight about sex, we just accept this because we're like, yes, you have earned it. Well, of course, it's like a bunch of like super ripped, hot people that already have something in common. You know, like you don't even like need an icebreaker. Like you guys have like this insane thing in common that you have such dedication to and you've committed your lives to doing something. So it makes sense to me. I know. It's Uh, like hot people hooking up with hot people. Adam Rippon, the, the U.S. figure skater, apparently has been getting many proposals. Yes, of course. He's incredible. Uh, I'm a big fan of his. Yeah. I, I know. I, I read today that he is interested in Harry Styles. I don't know if that's going to work out, but Tinder did give all of the Olympic Village users free access to Tinder Gold so that they would be able to talk to all these people. Oh, that's fantastic. So, yeah, I s- guys. I started following Adam from our This Is Why You're Single, our Your Single Show Twitter. I hope you're okay with that. Can, can, yeah. I want to get him as a guest. <laughs> Let's start a campaign. Yeah, right? um so anyway yeah that's that's what's going on if if there's ever an event happening across the world just upgrade your tinder and you can hook up with people from other countries guys laura what are you reading about i've been reading the daily beast this is an article that my friend matt sent me it's written by taylor lorenz and the title is the new dating requirement consuming all of your partner's content this may seem obvious but This is a very interesting article. Now, declaring your relationship on Facebook used to be enough to solidify your online bond with your partner. Taylor writes, not anymore. Now couples are forced to navigate the murky waters of Twitter faves, Snapchat streaks, Twinstagramming, subgramming, going Instagram official, and more. While it's long been expected that good romantic partners will dutifully like and comment on their other's best selfies, it's no longer acceptable to just like your partner's Instagram posts. You also got a story watch. You got to check their Snapchat, their Instagram story, and you've got like a clear record of exactly who watched your content and when they did it. Um, So it puts a lot more pressure on relationships. Do you find this with you and Ian? Um, I think that once you've been together for a long time, this, it becomes less important based on like uh, how much your partner cares about social media 
You know, like if I was first dating Ian and he was like, oh, I don't really care. I'd be like, everyone cares about social media. You're lying. Why aren't you liking my shit? But four years in, I know that he really doesn't care about social media. So it's not a surprise that he's not like viewing my videos of dogs. On right. Insta yeah, I guess stories. you got to get like a sense of how often they're on. But mm -hmm. one quote that they put in the article was a love interest consuming your content is now as perfunctory as opening a door for a woman once was. And that just breaks my heart. Uh, <laughs> the theory is like, if you really cared about me, you'd care about what I'm up to. Ergo, watch my stories. Right. Um, and it's easy to label someone who cares about these type of things as shallow or narcissistic. But if someone is on social media watching or liking other people's content, like if Ian was like up liking all these other chicks or even his guy friends and not yours, you're going to be like, yo, Ian, bro, like what's up? You have time to like, like all these other people's stuff, you know? And you and I talked a few episodes ago about using Instagram as a dating platform. Now watching people's content is a good way to kind of start to show you're interested. You know, it's kind of the same thing. Yeah, I definitely, I mean, that is definitely like, a, I, I do take note of who's like watching my Insta stories. And for me, it's like, maybe if it's somebody that I want to be friends with, I'm like, oh, maybe they want to be friends too. They're watching all my stuff. So it works the same way. A hundred percent. Uh Taylor writes, young men and women that she spoke to ranging from 16 to 34 all said that they consider story watching a lightweight form of flirting or expression of interest if done by an available person with whom they have chemistry. Some said that it's become young. It's because young men are so bad at expressing over interest that they're left to decipher digital clues in the form of story views. So like it's like hard to tell if someone's interested, but you're like, all right, this guy's like checking out my stories. Maybe he's interested. Um, and you know, I guess the moral is like, if you don't go online, maybe tell your partner, you know, be like, I really don't go on Instagram so that they don't feel bad, but just make sure that they don't see you online watching like other people's stuff, you know? Yeah. Yeah. If you are a, a Instagram user or whatever, a Snapchat user, know that your, your likes have weight. And if you like somebody, you should be showing them love. This is true. But you also sometimes need to play it cool. So one of the quotes in here from a 32-year-old based in Boston is, if you've gone out a number of times and you want to cool it, you try to not watch their stories or engage too much. Um, she says, uh, someone else writes, if I'm even semi-texting a guy, I will basically stop interacting with his socials because I don't want to make him cocky. So like yeah. it is it's a, a very delicate balance it's a science it's true and especially yeah and if somebody it's it works both ways because if somebody likes every single thing that i post you're like, I'm like oh. all right creeping creeping it doesn't even matter at that point it's like well obviously i'm gonna get a like from you yeah exactly <laughs> so yeah it's a very like delicate balance but uh if you're in a relationship you know and you you, you just made things official you know take a few seconds watch their stories yeah. it'll show you care agreed all right, we are going to jump into the mailbox, but first let's take a quick break to thank some of our sponsors. We would like to thank our sponsor, Blue Apron. Blue Apron is the leading meal kit delivery service in the U.S., and we have been fans of Blue Apron for a long time. Yes, we have. I am the biggest fan of Blue Apron. Um, I never cooked before, and Blue Apron changed my life. I cook for fun now. I think it's fun. 
It's so crazy. Uh, because, I mean, you first started dating Ian. Yes, sure, you liked his personality, thought he was cute. But let's be honest. You started dating with him because he was working in a kitchen and you knew that he and he cooked you a nice meal. And you were like, I don't cook. I need a guy that could cook for me. Yeah, Ian's, quote unquote, a foodie. He loves to cook. Um, so I don't think he ever foresaw the day when I would be like get out of the kitchen Ian I'm doing my thing but because you know he still loves to cook and now I love to cook sometimes we just do our own things for dinner and I'll take an entire blue apron meal that should serve two or if you get the family size it serves four not you know I don't eat that much so I get the two person and I make it all for me and then I have leftovers throughout the week it's great I have lunch, I have dinner, it's great. It's meal planning. So it can work for couples, but also if you're not in a couple and you're single, it works for you have your meal for dinner or and for lunch the next day. Yes. Perfecto. Who doesn't love leftovers? They're also super convenient and they offer a variety of things. Blue Apron delivers fresh pre-portioned ingredients and step-by-step recipes right to your door that can be cooked in under 45 minutes. The menu changes every week based on what's in season and is designed by Blue Apron's in-house culinary team. They're super flexible. If you have a busy schedule, Blue Apron offers 12 new recipes each week and customers can pick two, three, or four recipes based on what best fits their schedule. I love how many options they have. That's one of my favorite things. Guys, Blue Apron is treating This Is Why Your Single Listeners to $30 off your first order if you visit blueapron.com slash single. So check out this week's menu and get your $30 off at blueapron.com slash single. Blue Apron, a, a better, better way, way to, to cook. cook. We would like to thank our sponsor, La Tote. Angela and I love La Tote. It's a fashion subscription sent right to your door. I talk all the time about how I've been trying to subscriptionize my life. And that works for clothing, too. I've done it for, like, all other things in my life, like food, my vitamins, all that jazz. And you know what? It's so great with fashion. You don't need to think about the weather changing. You don't need to think about, like, getting bored with your closet because all you got to do is you wear what you like, keep what you like, you know, and then and then you send the box back and you get more things. Yeah. For me, Latote is great because I love clothes. Like, I love looking trendy but I don't get the thrill of the hunt at all from shopping like some people do like my dream is exactly this just like send me clothes and don't make me think about it and like you know they have your personal details you fill out your profile so it's not like random they're it's totally tailored to you it's perfect but then if you're someone like me who's very picky like I am a picky person I'm the opposite of Angela like she just likes to be surprised you know when she gets her new tote Mm -hmm. but for me I like to pick out exactly what I'm getting in my tote and you also have that option so it truly works for all personalities, which I think is probably, you know, we are yin and yang and it, it's great for, yeah. for, for yins and yangs, whatever type of person you are, <laughs> however you like to shop. And you know, the best part is not having to deal with store clerks that I like, Oh, that looks so cute. You should buy. Hey, what about these 10 other things that are hideous, but I'm going to try to convince you to buy. It's like, look, I have headphones on. <laughs> And there's nothing coming in on the headphones. But if this wasn't a hint that I don't want to be bugged while I'm shopping, anyway. Yeah. Also, no lines. That's the other thing. You don't have to wait in lines. So with Latote, you rent up to $300 worth of clothing from designer brands like BCBG, Nike, Rebecca Minkoff for as low as $59 a month. You can get a box of fashion delivered right to your door and always have something new to wear. Go to latote.com, that's L-E-T-O-T-E dot com to get started. Enter the promo code SINGLE at checkout to get 50% off your first month. From there, you'll get your completely customized tote within days. Wear it all, and when you're done, return the rest in the mail. 
they'll start preparing your next tote immediately. Again, that's latote.com. Enter our code SINGLE and always have something new to wear. All right, Angela, what do we have in the mailbox? Okay, first up, we have an email from our listener, Tina. Tina wrote with the subject, lost my chance, question mark. Oh, no, Tina. So she says, this past spring, I started socializing with a guy from my gym. I thought he was into me, but I didn't pursue anything because he moved away for work. He moved back recently, and we've hung out a few times. I'm realizing that I'm interested, and we would be a good fit, but he had a girl. But he has a girlfriend now. Sometimes I get the impression he is still attracted to me, though we have been careful not to cross any boundaries when we hang out. Should I say anything about wanting to date him or keep my mouth shut since he is dating someone else now? Uh. Tina, Tina, you, this is why you this is why you like don't want to wait too long with someone, you know, because then if they end up in a relationship, you're like you're kind of in a crappy situation. So this is what I wrote to her. I said, like, this is definitely a hard one, but, I, you know, I think I would stay quiet because if he breaks up, you know, and if he breaks up with her, then you can make a move. And the reason that I say this is because if for whatever reason he decides to break things off with his girlfriend and date Tina after she comes clean about her feelings, I think she would have a hard time trusting him because if she dates, wouldn't Tina worry that he's always going to like have his eye looking around being like, what else is out there since he did the same thing with her? You know, that's my thought. Stay friendly, but not romantic and like wait till he officially breaks things off. Otherwise, like, you know, her quote unquote best case scenario is he's like, oh, really? I didn't know you had feelings. Like, well, I'm not really the end of this other chick. She's never going to trust him. Yeah. I would also guess that she's developing these feelings because she's spending so much time with him and like, the she's developed these feelings so she's not looking other places to have like that that crush void filled so if she would just like try and make an effort to go on dates with other people and meet other people and divide her attention her feelings for this guy will feel less strong i think that's a really good point so that's what you should do tina and like if you keep you know let some time pass date a lot of people if you're like oh my god i'm in love with him i can't forget him He's yeah. the he's my soulmate. Then I would say maybe say something, but don't ever let it get physical. Like that at that point you're not doing anything wrong. Really? You know, like I would say If say someone something. else was like, Nick, I'm in love with you, like I would like kill a bitch. <laughs> well, it would depend on how Nick reacted. It would be on him to I think that you like couldn't really hang out anymore, you know? Like you would have to say it and then be like I leave I'm it in your hands to going, do what you're going to do. And I'm going to leave Equinox and now right, I'm switching gyms. <laughs> retro fitness. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, let us know what happens. We'll be thinking about you. Yeah. What else we got? Okay. This one's from Tamara. Tamara wants to know if she's making a mistake. I love how you say Tamara. I would say Tamara. Oh, like Tia and Tamara. Yeah, I would say like but Tia I also, and Tamara. I, I have a cousin named Tamara or t- t- Tamara. It's all where you, where you put the Isn't emphasis. <laughs> um, all right. Tamara, Tamara, potato, potato. Uh, she's, here's what she wrote. She says, I just cut off one of my best guy friends long distance of eight years. After his most recent breakup, we met in person after not seeing each other in, in person for four years. And immediately he confessed feelings for me that he never realized before. We casually dated for eight months. 
by the end, he broke it off with me claiming he wanted to be single and didn't want to lead me on any longer. Note that we were never in an official relationship. Two months later, he told me that he has a girlfriend. I'm heartbroken. I understand that maybe he could not commit to me, but I feel like he lied to me when he said he wanted to be single. Our relationship has always been one-sided. I felt like he would use me to stroke his ego and to find emotional support without giving those things in return. As a result, I sent him a long text message telling him how I felt and pre-warned him that I was going to block his number and block him on social media. A week later, I am questioning my decision because ultimately we were very close and there were times that he was a good friend. Was I too harsh with him? Oh, what do you think, Laura? Okay, so I said, like, personally, I do not think that sh- you were too harsh, Tamara. Tamara. <laughs> and I think you definitely need a break and some distance because he really fucked with your head for a while. And the I want to be single line is crap because when someone finds the right person, they don't care if they wanted to be single or whatever. And, like, maybe what he should have said was, you know, I'm happy we tried things out romantically, but I actually think we're maybe, like, better as friends because – that's what it sounds like the truth was you know and after this like back and forth I do think some distance is needed I I know you like feel like he was you were close with him but like after you dated like to be honest as sad as it might be you're never going to be able to go back to the friendship that you had for like eight long years and you know maybe in like six months I would say closer to like a year you could maybe reach out and try to reestablish the friendship if it's that important to you. But I have a feeling that she'll already have like met somebody by then who already fills that role. And, and you're going to realize like some relationships, they are great for certain times in your life and it's okay to like grow apart from people. And I have a feeling with this guy, you shared something close for a certain like time in your life when you needed like a best guy friend and I I don't know I think it's time to like meet a new best guy friend who you know doesn't mess with your head I 100% agree with everything that you just said um I don't even know what else I could add to it you kind of nailed it wow I know it's it's a lot more fun when you disagree with me so we can argue (laughs) and then Um, I can try to win well I'm a really firm believer in the fact that like if you are going to be friends after you've dated which is like really 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 hard um you need a distance and you need to do exactly what you've done is like totally cut yourself off for a while you're strong like most people can't do that most people I mean don't. I know that because from experience of not doing yeah <laughs> trial by error um so yeah the only because I've tried to be friends with exes where where you don't take a break and you just transition right from being in a relationship to like being quote-unquote friends and that does not work because your dynamic has changed. I would say most people do not have the guts to do what she did. She like aired her feelings. So like got that shit off her chest. She also like, you know, gave him a heads up that she was going to block him, which I got to say is very cordial <laughs> of you. Yeah. And then she like blocked him so that like he can't mess with her head anymore. And she can't accidentally, like, reach out to him in, like, a moment of weakness. So I think she, like, did everything right that most people don't have the the guts to do. Yeah, and it's going to help her get over it a lot quicker. It's true. Um, We hope that was helpful. Let us know how you're doing. If you, any of you other listeners want your questions answered or if you have any funny messages that you want to share, you can email us at contact at thisiswhyyoursingleshow.com. You can also find all of our contact info on our website at thisiswhyyoursingleshow.com. Now let's dive in to our reason of the week. 
This week's reason is make a big change. Anybody ever ask how I feel? No, never. A change will do you good. It sure will. It sure will. Um, because sometimes when you're feeling stuck, you need to make a big change. For example, right now I have three of my close friends who happen to be single in New York and they're just feeling kind of like stuck here. They've like tried it out here for a while and they, they're all like looking to move. Like one's looking to move to San Diego, the other one, like maybe LA, the other one, San Francisco. They're like looking to move across the country and like kind of trying to like switch up their jobs. Like, I don't know, like, you know, and it's not just like about New York sucking because I have another friend in L.A. who like now hates dating in L.A. I think like really what it is, the it's more about just like switching up your circumstance and changing your own mindset so that you feel like you're starting on a clean slate. And I don't know, we were inspired to do this because I, I've had a lot of friends like making big changes when they feel like kind of stuck in dating or just stuck in in life of like really wanting a clean slate. Right. And I feel like we get a lot of emails from listeners also that that kind of are like, I live in a small town and like there, there are just no prospects. There's like nobody around. And I mean, I know that the idea of moving, it's a, it's a big change, like we said, making a big change. Um, but consider it. Other options, traveling, going abroad for a short period of time. Mm-hmm. Um, Switching I have, out your job. Oh, your job. That's that's one thing you did. That is something that I did. Yeah, I was I was feeling a similar feeling of being stagnant, not in like the dating pool because uh, like uh, Ian, whatever, but like just feeling stagnant in other ways. So I went out there. I found a new job in a new field, and that's really like changed. It's helped my confidence and like yeah, you changed. You were doing like marketing for a long time, and now you're a copy editor. Yeah. And it's really cool. I've I've honestly never seen you more happy. Thank thank you, Laura. Thanks. And I also like, and I moved apartments. I mean, granted, I moved down the block, but I moved into a way better apartment. But seriously, sometimes just changing your space because apartments are, you know, you might just think like, oh, especially if you're in like a big city. Oh, that's just like where I, that's where I sleep. Like it's not that important, but your apartment's your sanctuary and you need to have a place that, that you really love and sometimes that means just changing that space and like feeling like you're starting anew. Um, other ways to change, which is probably the most frequent way that I change, is hair color. <laughs> I know it sounds weird, but like when you change your hair, you feel like a new person. And I, as Angela knows, she's known me now since 2013, like five years. I changed my hair so many times. It really does make me feel a little different inside. I've been like bleach blonde, dark brunette, red, purple blue I accidentally dyed my hair lime green and had to go into like an emergency (laughs) like I have messed my hair up I can't touch it right now it's gonna fall out but yeah there's like a general rule that a lot of people follow that you should not do make a major hair decision before like a major life event or after you've gone through a breakup or something traumatic Laura doesn't really follow any of those things no we've you've like gotten your you dyed your hair right before what your honeymoon yeah, like right after I got engaged, it was like long oh, right. brown and I like chopped it off and dyed it blonde. But you're right. I actually did. I think I tried to do it like pink. I tried to do you it did. like. I tried to do it like. So I, and it was so dumb. I like had this hairstylist come over and do my hair at my house. And she was like, 
20 like 20 i don't even know if she went to hair school i don't know what i was thinking like it's amazing that i was not bald after this but i my hair was like literally looked disgusting and and then i went into like this really fancy salon and i was like help and they're like what have you done it was like brown and then orange and then pink and then blonde and then i've got this like poor like 20 year old text me like oh do you love it and i was like yep love it fuck you but i didn't want to like hurt her feelings because she was just starting her career that was nice of you i know but then i had to spend 800 dollars and spent like 12 hours in this salon fixing my hair right before my honeymoon so sometimes change doesn't always go well but (laughs) well i do think when you're changing your hair maybe you you invest you invest a little more go to a salon go to a salon that's all i can say um but yeah like you know like sometimes i'm just feeling like a little like well i need to change but like there's nothing i can point to i change my hair (laughs) and you find that that helps i do like people always say like why do you change your hair so much and you know my answer has always been like oh just like finding my look but you know i've been doing this since middle school changing my hair like constantly you know I've had like a million different I had like Paris Hilton like fake extension blonde long hair one time I had like uh Tony the Tiger stripes um (laughs) I've had like I've had like the Rachel cut like like I've gone through so many haircuts that you know what I think this is just what I do I've been doing it for like 15 years plus so this is just the way that I make changes my friends and I have a joke that whenever uh, someone decides to get bangs, it means that they're going through a breakdown. <laughs> so whenever one of us is like, how do you think I would look with bangs? <laughs> they're like, what's wrong, girl? <laughs> I love that. I hope that's not the case with me because it's not that like I change my hair because something's necessarily wrong. For me, it's just like, you know, I get a little, I get a little bored. I get a little like, oh, I need to change. Yeah. Yeah. So see, it can be something physical. It could be something mental. Yeah. And like Angela and I talk a lot about like when it comes to dating specifically, just, you know, there is no like right way to date. So if things aren't working out, switch up whatever it is you're doing. So if you have downloaded every app, like I was just talking to my girlfriend on the phone the other day and she's like, I'm so tired of dating. I have all the apps. I have all the apps. I date all the time and I'm just so bored. And I was like, it sounds like this is becoming not fun. I really think you need to like stop going on all the apps and just like go out and like take a little break and like start meeting in person. But if you've only been meeting in person, I would tell you like download some app, some apps, you know, right. If it's not working, just literally switch it up it's like my new york friends want to move to la my la friend wants to move to new york and i think both are right right like there's no no wrong answer no right answer it's just whatever whatever is not working for you you need to change change it up and that brings us to our reason of the week breakdown We can actually learn a lot of inspiration about people making changes from good old pop culture. I am going to quiz Angela about change. Um, She is going to have, I'm going to like describe a change and she's going to have to guess what the character or the TV movie this change is from. And I call it change will do you good. (laughs) Thank you. Let's play it <laughs> one, one more time. more time from good old Cheryl Crow. Anybody ever ask how I feel? No, never. 
I like that that's the music video version. So there's just a man screaming in the background. Yeah, because it was like a really weird. When was I don't know when this song was written. Probably the 90s. I miss the 90s. Yeah, it looks like the 90s from the music video. And it's like it's like the song over a movie. Cause she must have written this for a movie. I don't even know which movie. Let's see. Uh, yeah, it doesn't even say. It doesn't even say what movie is playing. Unless maybe this is just the music, music video. Videos just had like talking uh, over whole, the song. A whole narrative back in the day. <laughs> it was very bizarre. Uh, all right, Angela, are you ready to play the game? I'm ready. Okay. The first change we could learn from, a sorority girl decides to go to law school. Oh, that is Legally Blonde. Do you know the character? You don't El- have to, but... Elle Woods. Yeah, you got it. What, like it's hard? What, like it's hard? Um, okay, when a couple of guys who are up to no good started making trouble in his neighborhood, <laughs> he got in one little fight and his mom got scared. So he made the change and he moved to Bel Air. <laughs> Would that be the prince of Bel Air? <laughs> the, what kind of prince? Oh, the fresh prince. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, not just but, your average. Yeah, prince. how could I forget? Oh, that's a good example of change. Big change. Big Moved all the way to Bel Air. Yeah, things weren't going well. He got in, he was getting in fights with people making trouble in his neighborhood. All right, a Briton and an American are feeling down about guys, so they decide to do an apartment swap from California to good old UK. This is one of my favorite chick flicks. Um, but I always get the name mixed up because there's another movie with a similar name. There's The Holiday and then there's Last Holiday. Which one is it? It's it's The Holiday. It is The Holiday. Cameron Diaz and Kate Winslet do a house swap. I love this movie. Last Holiday is the one with Queen Latifah, I think. Yeah. Um. All right. An awkward teenager learns she's actually a royal princess so she leaves her high school and starts training to become royalty. Um, okay, you know this one. Don't even play me. Um, oh, the Princess Diaries. Anne Hathaway as, do you know the name of her character? Mia Thermopolis. What? I know. You can't know, believe I, you even hesitated on this one. I only know that because when I wear my hair naturally curly, people used to tell me I looked like her before her makeover. <laughs> oh, that's so mean. <laughs> before the makeover? So kind. But then every now and then people tell me I look like Anne Hathaway now, which I don't see, but it's way better than looking like uh, her before. I kind of see it, but uh, not not really. Yeah, we're we're just both brunettes. Yeah, uh, I more see who's the lady that uh, the from Frozen, Indina Menzel. Yeah, she could she could be like your older sister. Yes, and then Leah Michelle is my younger sister. Right, we're just a big family. <laughs> big family, big noses. Yep. No, I didn't say that. <laughs> Mia Thermo, she moves to Genovia. Good old yes. Genovia. Yes. Uh, all right. Last one, because I did a short little quiz for you. Speaking of makeovers, uh, this change was an awkward teen in a new school agrees to get to do a change by agreeing to a makeover. Oh, my God. What? <laughs> that could be any movie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I want to get 100. I'm so close. It's like the main one. A teen that gets a makeover in high school. An awkward teen in a new school. New school's the key. She's a new student 
in a high school and she agrees <gasps> to a makeover. You know this. Okay. Oh, not she's all that. Uh, that no. one's not like really a makeover movie. As yeah. Much. And she's not new. I don't know. Uh, never been kissed. Clueless. Oh. Ty and Clueless. Oh. And the reason this chain is change is good is because she makes this change. Number one, change is moving, which I guess she didn't really have control over because her parents <laughs> probably moved. But she agreed to the makeover only to realize that she was always happy in her own skin. She just needed to learn it. And then she kind of like went back to her old look where she was like comfy and like super cute, like skater chick. Uh, but, you know, it's good. If she had never made the change, she would have never realized and gotten that confidence to be more happy in her own skin. So, the you know, doing the makeover was good because it oh taught her God. she didn't want the makeover. I'm so happy that we're always able to bring it back to Clueless. Right? Always. Yeah. Uh, well, we hope we've cleared up this week's reason because that is it for this week's This Is Why You're Single podcast. Check out our book. It's available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and our audiobook on Audible. Yep. You can also get hooked up with discounts from all of our sponsors. For a full list of our sponsors and their codes, check out our podcast page on thisiswhyoursingleshow.com. We're also on social. Follow the show at Your Single Show on Instagram and Twitter. You can also follow our personals. I am at Sparadactyl. I am at Laura Lane Rad on Instagram and I'm at Laura Lane on Twitter. But yeah, you really should follow at your single show, especially on Instagram, because we've really been Instagramming up a storm lately with lots of funny jokes and stuff. So check it out. Um, tune in next week for a whole new show. Bye. Bye. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. Ba 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 ba. This is why you're single. Ba 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 ba. That was a headgum podcast.